Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Okay, guys, today we're going to do something fun and different. I decided to ask a couple of my listeners some questions. And so this podcast is a question and answer from you guys. Here it goes. First question, what's your go-to strategy for keeping a positive attitude about any situation? Well, I don't know that I have a positive attitude about every situation, but I would say keeping things in perspective always helps me to anchor down my emotions where I try to think about the big picture. I try to, my big strategy is to see things from the other person's point of view. If things are really awkward or heavy on my heart, I try to resolve conflict quickly. I also try to just think through, okay, why is this making me feel so weird? And I process it. Is it me? Is it my read on the situation? So perspective really helps me. If I can get a good angle on the situation, then I can have understanding, which always brings me comfort. So I think that that's my biggest strategy in keeping a cool head is understanding the big picture. I think also, I did a whole podcast on this, endeavoring to understand instead to be of trying to be understood. That really helps me to just think, okay, I got to work on seeing why this person reacted this way. Maybe somebody else influenced them or maybe something else is going on, you know, more to the story. All that stuff helps me. Okay, next question. What advice would you give yourself when you were first getting started out of college? That's a great question. I would say chill out. Everything's going to be okay. (laughs) I think coming out of college is such a weird time. And I watched this whole documentary and they talked about in-betweeners and it's people that are in between big situations in their lives they're in between relationships or coming out of high school into college or you know some something like that and they talked about how influential you are and how temperamental you can be and fickle and it's a really important crucial time to not draw big conclusions and so i just remember feeling a little lost after college and I knew where I was supposed to go, but I didn't understand why. And looking back, it ended up being for my great good. But when I went, I remember setting off on that course. It felt like I'm trying to think of the right word. It felt devastating is the wrong word. I just felt demoted. And I, I felt like where I was headed wasn't where I thought I would go. But now looking back several years later, It was exactly what I needed to prepare me for what I've entered into. So it's such a huge privilege and an honor. But I think it's just such a weird part of your life where you feel all this anticipation and you've kind of been pulled back in the slingshot and they like, you know, you're let go into the world and you're flying in the air. And it's kind of that feeling of where am I going to land and what am I going to do? And it builds all this anticipation, but it also builds all this anxiety and fear and apprehension and weird false expectations. So... I think I'd tell myself to chill and stop overanalyzing everything and that everything would be okay. (laughs) Uh, So I think that's what I'd say. Okay. Uh, As you look around, what qualities are you really impressed by or what are you finding to be rare in the culture that you wish you could see more of? Qualities I'm impressed by, I think stick-to-itiveness. I think that is something that 
always gets me excited when somebody can stay with something or someone for that matter. But if they can stay with something and work through all the obstacles, you know, a lot of my entrepreneur friends and I discuss how the birthing of an idea and the vision of a concept is always exciting. You know, you're inundated with a rush of chemicals about the possibilities of what this thing could be. But then all those things leave, all the feelings leave, and you're left to figure out how to make it become what you see. And I think that's the big difference between dreamers and doers is that the dreamers, they live in the land of possibility. And I don't know if it's that they don't know what to do or if they're just not willing to do what it takes or a combination, but you got to put your feet to the pavement every single day to take that dream from the heart eye feeling of the inception of it all the way down to the birthing of the idea all the way to the marketplace and a lot of people aren't willing to mother their ideas and actually birth and parent their ideas they're willing to dream of the idea and the possibility and the phases of love but they forget that in order to really build a child that can come out into the culture and contribute it takes a lot of labor and so i think that i'm really impressed by people who can maintain their enthusiasm or even if all their feelings for what they're doing are gone they just keep their work ethic but i'm also a big believer in keeping your fire going i believe in if i'm passionate about it my team's going to be passionate about it if if it's if i have nothing for it anymore there's maybe a reason i'm deflated and i got to go back to the drawing board and figure out what i can do to get excited again so this thing can float we got to get air in the balloon so I just think that I I love watching people that are so excited and enthusiastic about whatever. I have a friend who just loves cars and I've just never been into cars and I randomly ended up, I've talked about it a little bit, but I bought this red little car and it's been just such a fun little thing, brought joy to such a mundane part of life driving where I just love to cruise around and listen to music and it's fun for me, but I listen to him who he's just passionate about cars and it's just fascinating to me i want to listen to anyone who's passionate about anything it just is intriguing so i love the stick to itiveness and then the follow-through and the hard work is just a very rare combination that's like a recipe for success that i see very few people interacting with these days it just feels like people have all these dreams all these visions but they're not willing to put in the time and i think the best way to get unstuck is to figure out whatever's in your way that's your next to do. You figure it out. And I think this is fascinating. So many people think I'm naturally good at stuff. And that sounds weird for me to say about myself, but I just want to tell you, Google is my college. Like I went to college, but I Google, you just Google, 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 like look stuff up and study and find it out. Like I, I remember waiting for months and months and months for somebody to come along and teach me something. And finally, I realized the pain of waiting is worse than what it would cost for me to learn this and get unstuck. So then I decided I'm going to pay the price to get unstuck here. And now I'm free and liberated in this area. And it's an amazing thing, but that's how you have to choose to live your life. Because I hear so many people like, we got to wait till so-and-so comes over. We got to wait till so-and-so can come fix this. We have to wait till so-and-so can come do this. It's like, so-and-so is you. What are you talking about? And sometimes it's someone else, but... 
95% of the time, I believe you got to look it up and figure it out. And I'm, I'm into surrounding myself with people that are smarter than me, that know more than me. I love that. I think that's only wisdom, but it's just also lazy when you aren't willing to put in the effort to figure it out and get yourself unstuck. So those are the things I think are fascinating when I find that. Uh, And I'll say this. I think one of my favorite things is a teachable heart. I think a teachable heart, I'd take over any level of skill, over any educational background, that that kind of decision that I'm going to be pliable as a person is something that I love because if your heart is open to change and tender about growth and coachable, then you can do anything. It's people that are so insecure and so immature that they're stuck in their ways and they can't get past that. Like when you're not coachable, it's like, You've completely eliminated yourself from the possibility of being on my team is how I feel personally. So I think those are the three or four things that I find uh, shocking in the culture and that I love and all those things. Okay, here we go. What is something you've overcome in your lifetime that you believe is essential to who you are today and how has it helped you? Fear. Fear is something that I have been tempted to engage in since I was little. I have been paralyzed by it for years on end. Even like starting this podcast, there was a season where I felt afraid. I don't know exactly what the root of those things were. It wasn't fear of failure, I don't think, maybe a little bit, but I think, I don't know if I was worried I wouldn't follow through or what would it become, or I guess the fear of the unknown is such a huge thing, but really it's like, who cares? Just jump and find out, you know, let's like just move forward and see what's on the other side of it. And this podcast has brought me so much satisfaction. Like joy is not even a a good enough word. It has brought me so much inner peace because I feel like I'm getting to download things that are making sense and they're reaching you and I'm hearing back from all of you and it's really fueling me. It really encourages me and it's inspiring for me. And I didn't know I was going to feel that. I didn't know that I would lay down at night after recording one of these and smile like a very satisfied, like I just took a great drink from a glass of water on a hot day. You know, you're like, yes, how satisfying. And that's how this feels. But before I started it, it was nerve wracking. And now it's like, game on, I've got two today. I've got three today. Let's, let's go for it. Like it's something that I'm so enthusiastic about. So you never know what's on the other side of what it is that's binding you in fear. Fear is so stupid. It's such a liar. And if you're, you have a creative mind, it can be so elaborate. It quickly becomes a full out jungle in your brain and you're having to cut it all down and try to navigate and make sense. Like what is fruitful here and what is not. And it's just one of those things that I'm not willing to engage in anymore, but I engaged in for years. Fear of physical harm, fear of failure, fear of success, all those things. And now I'm just like, I don't care. Get out of my way. You're not my boss. I'm not talking to you anymore. You're not allowed to coach me. You're not allowed to guide me. You're not my boss anymore. So I think that conquering that and so much realizing so much of it is just in my head. I mean, so much is just my brain working out fake scenarios. It's like calling these elaborate theories truth. Okay. 
you have only five minutes to get out the door. What are you going to do to make yourself feel put together? Great question. I'll say red lipstick. And if my hair is not done, I'll throw on a hat. And pretty much red lipstick and a hat makes you feel together. Sunglasses makes me feel a little bit more together if my face isn't put on, like if I don't have my makeup on at all. But I'll say that definitely helps me. I try to keep my teeth whitened. I try to keep up with a good haircut. I try to, you know, I'll do fake tanner ever ever so often. To Kingston, just my brother just told me I had snow white feet, which I thought, that's a great compliment. I don't know if he meant it as a compliment, but that's a great compliment. But I keep my nails done. I try to just keep up with all those things so that when I am running out the door in five minutes, it's not too big of a disaster. I'm together. And I do reset days. So... I will work to be keeping myself together as I go. But every once in a while, I get caught in the frenzy just like everybody else where everything falls at the same time and everything's crazy. It's like I need to do all the things today. And so I try to avoid it getting like that and just do things along the way. Same with the way I clean my house. Instead of having one big clean day, I'm constantly like... I'm sweeping my floor. I'm wiping everything down. Like the second that I think about it, I try to just do it. And that's something my friend says, don't overthink it. Just do it and just do it quickly. Like do it with ease, do it fast. And that really helps me. I put my dishes in the dishwasher every night, run the dishwasher and unload it every morning in my morning routine of watering my flowers, which is hilarious. I've kept them alive for like three weeks and I feel like I'm the president of the United States. I can do anything. Um, They're alive and beautiful and it's a miracle. To me, it is at least. I refill my gallon water bottle because I'm working to drink a gallon of water a day. I make my coffee. And in that whole routine, I'm listening to things, podcasts and things that I'm wanting to get into my system. And it all takes like 30 minutes in the morning and I've got a bunch of stuff going on, check marks. And I love efficiency so much. So those things are all happening as I go so that it's not all of a sudden so incredibly daunting and overwhelming, even though sometimes it is. But I'd say red lipstick is a girl's best friend. Hey, this was really fun. Thanks for listening. And I'll be back to talk more soon.